Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is a former teen Delaware, and she's also a former Ms. Delaware. 2017, Mia Emily is our guest this week. She is the current Earth World title holder 2019. We are so happy to have her on the show. She tells the story about how she struggled with bullying her entire life and how winning the title of Teen Delaware 2014 really helped her change her life and really caused people to look up to her. And she is so thankful for the opportunity to do pageants. And we are so thankful to tell her story and let her really express all the positivities of pageantry. So if you are struggling with bullying, then this is the episode that you should listen to. And welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? I, I'm having a great day. How's your how's your day going? It's great, you know, just got off of work. Feeling great. Hey, you know, anytime that you're not working and you get the opportunity just to lay back and, and relax after hard work, especially um with you being a teacher it's definitely um well deserved i I know how hard i know how hard (laughs) you guys work and um how little you guys really honestly get paid so we appreciate all of your hard work so thank you thank you it's really rewarding you know kids are the future and i try to go back and remember what i was like because i teach fourth grade and i'm like man if i just had a teacher like myself what how different would i be Fourth, fourth, just like oh yeah but fourth grade's a great age like did you fourth grade's like the turning point yeah um was that the um was that a choice because fourth grade sounds like a great year because they're it's before they become little bastards but like they still definitely (laughs) (laughs) but they're still like you know they're still like they're still sweet yeah i know you know they they can they like they're not like mindless little um, people. Like you can say, please put your stuff away and they'll do it, you know, before exactly. they get, before they get, you know, like first grade, they're like, I don't understand, you know, anything, anything. That's going on. like how to use a pencil sh- sharpener or anything. Like, but like yeah. for, by fourth grade, you know, they know how to like go to their classes, you know, they know that the bell rings, you know, it's like a per- exactly. it really, it's like perfect, you know, it I, is perfect because I taught middle school and I love them to death. But I just remember myself in middle school and I was like, I can't do it. I, I, they think they're grown up, you know, they're doing everything that I'm doing. Like now as a 23 year old, I didn't have like Instagram and Facebook and, um, TikTok musically. I didn't have all that when I was their age. So it's something new that I had to get used to when I taught middle school and like the cell phone thing. I really didn't have a problem with it, but you know, the schools have this big issue, um, so it was between that and then I also worked at a daycare and I was in the baby room where it was all the infants all the way up to age two. So I was like, I need something in the middle because I can't, <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> can't did do you, it anymore. Did, did you decide that after you moved or, or, um, were you, did you get that, um, fourth grade, um, when you were still in Delaware? Um, I decided that after I moved, I love, like I said, I love middle school. Um, gotcha. You could talk to them like 
uh, grown up. They understood everything that you were saying. Um, you didn't have to repeat yourself more than once unless it's to put away your cell phone. Um, and fourth grade was like a turning point in my life because that's where I started to get bullied at. Um, really? So I just want to, yeah, I got bullied real bad in fourth grade. It was to the point where I was getting called names. People were tripping me in the hallway. Um, but it didn't get really bad until middle school. So I try to get into either an elementary or a middle school when I moved because I knew that if I could stop it now as while they're in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, it wouldn't continue on into high school like it did for me. If you're if you're okay with expanding on that because I've I've had the interview of interviewing thirty of your um your colleagues um in mm-hmm. and None of them have ever expressed, and we all start the same way when it when it comes to the uh, the podcast uh, that we start on like what your life was as a young child. None of them ever expressed being bullied, and um, I was heavily bullied. Um, how do, how do you think that has impacted you? Are you more sensitive to people because of that, or? Are you more noticeable of certain issues? Like, is that why you're a teacher now? Because you were bullied? Like, what? Yeah, it's it's definitely why I'm a teacher now. Because I felt like I had teachers that didn't care. And that saw everything that was happening but didn't do anything. Um, it wasn't until my seventh grade year um, in middle school that I had an art teacher that took me underneath her wing and she saw that I had potential in art and she developed my skills and I was allowed to eat lunch in there instead of eating in the cafeteria where I was getting food thrown in my hair or um, my whole lunch tray just slapped out of my hand for no reason. It was like my safe haven. Um, So I always wanted to be a teacher that was like her. And I always said to myself, I was like, man, like, whew. If I didn't have that teacher, what would have happened? And, you know, I did try. I was I was suicidal as a teenager. Um, it didn't start – I didn't start gaining confidence in myself until I started going to Miss Delaware. I started at Miss Delaware America in 2010, and then I started to go um, to Miss Delaware USA in 2011. Um, and I saw how confident these women were, and they all had a different story, and they were all so beautiful. And I thought to myself, like, I need to do something like that. I don't know what it's going to be, but I need to do something like that. So I started with dance. I started with theater and then it ended up, I ended up in the pageant world and here I am. Well, I mean, clearly that was a safe haven, but if it wasn't for that teacher, it sounds like you wouldn't be here. So if it wasn't for the teacher, I wouldn't be here, especially for my parents because they were so understanding of what was going on in my life. And they knew like, okay, like, are you all right? Um, did anything happen today? My parents knew, and it was the school system that I was in that uh, didn't change and didn't change their policy. Now there's different policies where if something happens, they have to take immediate action. And I'm just so grateful for that because I don't want another 13-year-old trying to take her life. I mean, it's it's... I, I'm like literally crying for you because I remember when I was in 
middle school and high school, especially middle school. And they tortured me so much going to one class that they let me attend the class five minutes late so that I could walk to the class by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't feel good either. No, no. Because you're being sing- it's like you're being singled out and you can't walk with everybody. So exactly. something has to be wrong with you. That's what they were trying to do with me. And I was like, no, I might as well get bullied. I know. But, you know, you proved everyone wrong because you went on and you won a beauty contest because that's what a pageant is. And mm-hmm. you showed that you weren't an ugly duckling and that you were worthy of people's attention so clearly everything they all their flirts were only to cause you to be a better person so clearly those intentions weren't listened to i mean you might have had a it sounds like you had a a dark moment there but you Mm -hmm. you were brought back from the uh, from the edge as you as you described it so yeah I was brought back, and it was through beauty pageants. My aunt was Mrs. Delaware, United States, in twenty or er, two thousand. I'm thinking twenty twenty. Oh my goodness! In two thousand and one, okay, um, or two thousand two, um, my cousin competed at Miss Delaware from twenty. Or er, mm, here I go again. You can tell I'm a it's, teacher. I sit there and I say twenty twenty all the time. No, no, no. I trust me. It's it's. I'm a class of 2000 and it just freaks me out that this is it just, freaks me out. This years. is, this is my 20 year anniversary coming out. Yeah. Oh gosh. My so. cousin competed at Miss Delaware. She had all these local titles, all these crowns starting in 20. Here I go. 2007, mm-hmm. I believe all the way up. Um, then I told my mom, I said, mom, I, I have to, I want to do one. She was like, are you sure? Because, you know you're getting judged by more people. Right. I said, and, but I'm and, being judged on the great things that I've done and the great things that I wanted right. to instead of being judged strictly off of because I'm taller than everybody else. So is that is that what their biggest gripe was that that you were the tall person in the group and everyone else was super, super, super short compared to you? Everybody was super short compared to me. Everybody had smaller feet. Everybody's pants go all the way down to their ankles. Still to this day, I can't find a pair of jeans that reach my ankles. I either have to wear boots, cuff them, and make it look like <laughs> I want to do it that way, or just scrunch them and hopefully nothing happens. Um I used to, they used to ask me where the flood was. Um, I actually had a real bad gap in between my teeth, like really bad. Um, they used to ask me how many quarters I could fit in there, call me piggy bank. Um, it was so many different things, giraffe, piggy bank. It's, oh it's my crazy the kids, see the hindsight is so, um, it's so like having, uh, having knowledge, that's see we it's hard to to explain this to a kid but having knowledge is so important but if they could have realized that all the features that they're picking on are all features that are all features that Cindy Crawford has um mm-hmm. um Tyra Banks has and they all grow up to be really 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 gorgeous people like yourself and that that's what a really gorgeous person looks like 
So you're yeah, making thank fun. Thank you so much. You're making fun. <laughs> you're making fun of the good stuff. You're making fun of what a really gorgeous person is. Like, unfortunately, a gorgeous person doesn't look like the typical person because they're usually mm-hmm. super tall, <laughs> and um, teeth gaps are only are only adjustable are all, are all things that can be adjusted that's what yeah. braces are for so Definitely. it's not a big oh, brace face don't get me started i was I had braces on from age nine then they took them off then they put them back on when i was 12 then i had them through middle school i competed in the miss delaware outstanding teen pageant um in 2011 and 2012 and 2013 actually i think i think i did it was three times um and i competed with braces on um why not you know there's nothing to, yeah, there's nothing, there's wrong. nothing there's, wrong with it no i mean if they if you had if if visaline was really a thing at that point you would have worn a visaline you just that they, yeah, it wasn't exactly so it wasn't a thing it wasn't really big until now now, um, because of your your gap, do you have a permanent retainer that you have to have in your teeth to? Yes. Yep. And I made sure I got mine to be gold because I didn't want to be like everybody else. Now, <laughs> they give them the, the silver ones, but mine are gold. <laughs> so I have I legit have a ten thousand dollars smile. <laughs> the, um, I is I I've heard that they can be painful. Is do you do you? Are is yours painful? First of all, is it? Or no. It just, no. Oh no, mine are like behind my teeth, so that my teeth don't move. Um, but I did have to get like tons, and I had to get two surgeries. Well, obviously, I had to get my wisdom teeth out. Um, but I had to get there's this little piece of like muscle that's between your lip and your gum. Um, I don't have that because that muscle grew so strong. That's what was creating my gap. Wow. Um, so they had, yeah, they had to take that out um, and fix my teeth. I was out of school for like a week and a half. But after I healed, I was able to get my braces and then my teeth really didn't move. So my parents spent about $50,000 on my teeth, I think. Oh, so that wasn't part of your prize package. Mm-mm. Oh. We did have, as Miss Delaware, I did have... Um, a dentist mm-hmm. that I went to after, but I did all this before I won the Stella routine. Well, I'm sure your your parents were like, if she knew that you were going to win, they were they would have been like, oh, <laughs> I should have waited. I, <laughs> um, yep. I mean, you know, my close friend, um, she loves going to Dennis, and um, she she had dentist service complimentary for three years, so. I know that you guys get pampered when it comes to your teeth, so. Definitely. That's the first thing somebody looks at besides your eyes. I know. You're bullied in uh, elementary school and middle middle school. school. Mm -hmm. You start doing pageants. Um, That first time, that first time on stage, did you feel like a full weight off your chest? Like, was that what made you? want to continue to pursue it or was there some kind of aha moment like what, what um continue the to first drive? pageant i did was miss 
19, Wilmington, Cities of America, one of those just little pageants that um, they Everyone send. needs a trainer pageant. Or, yeah. You know, it's like when you're... home. Yeah. Um, I won that in 2010. No. Oh, so you, you, you won, too. I won. Well, congratulations. I won my first one. Okay. Thank you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You won your first <laughs> one. Yeah, I won my first one in, like, 2010. So I'm you are cool. a savant. So, cause I yeah. always joke with my other friend, cause like she doesn't, she doesn't have to try. She just wins all the pageants that she enters, <laughs> and she's like, "Paul, yeah, it's not." All, I win all the state pageants. Right? She's like, she's like, it's not funny. I'm like, well, you don't lose. So, like, <laughs> she's like, stop. It's not funny. I'm like, I'm making I'm like a like true statement. You know, there are people yeah, that are one... there are people that are just outstandingly good at one thing you, you know just one thing right yep that's okay right you know yeah people have got fine with me people have done done more with little so you know that's good that you have that one thing that you just excel at you know yeah this is this is my one thing this and teaching i think um, hey we find more things as we get older but like yeah like that's one thing that like literally no one Definitely can is. no one can mess with you nobody so. Nobody can take this away from me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I so I won my first one back in like twenty ten. It was one of those pageants that got sent in the mail. Um, I always say I competed in pageants when pageants were cool. Um <laughs> because everybody, Delaware had let's say four hundred and sixty people up on that stage, which is has not happened. I've never seen it anywhere else since. Wow. Um yeah, I was number four. 32. Um, and then I told my mom, I said, I want to do another one. So I entered the Miss America Outstanding Team Program. But, you know, I really didn't have a talent. So I just kept losing. <laughs> and after the third time of losing, I was like, look, uh -uh, this isn't me. Like, I need, to, I need to go do something that I'm good at. And that's where I found. But in between that time, that was when I was going through, like, my depression and my anxiety um, I was getting bullied heavily, uh, like my ninth grade year was like the, the turning point for me. It was like a lot of bullying. That was the year that, um, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I'd wait for like my parents to leave cause they were school teachers too. And I'd hide behind a tree and then go in the house after they left. Um, so I always tell my little brother, he said, I'm like, I can, I know where you're going to hide. Like we haven't moved houses since. So I know all the good spots. Um, but from there, I entered Miss Delaware Teen USA. I get on stage. I, you know, I do my interview. I do everything that I'm good at, and I end up winning. So I always say Miss Delaware Teen USA saved my life, which it did. It stopped. It was a halt of everything. I realized at that very moment when I was being crowned Miss Delaware Teen USA that no one could tell me that I couldn't do anything ever again. So you truly felt that by being crowned that they weren't going to bully you anymore? I mean, did the next day they didn't have the balls to bully you anymore? That crown the really? Next, that next couple weeks, you know, it, it died down because I won like my junior year. I was a cheerleader. So it was, it was dying down. Right. But people would still mm -hmm. be like, oh, like, your your nose is too big. Your yeah, but if you can't like, if you can't walk home from school, there's an issue. So yeah, yeah. 
So I, that next day, it was like, oh, Miss Delaware Teen USA goes to my school. Miss Delaware Teen USA, Miss Delaware Teen USA, oh, Mia, 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 Mia. Things changed so much. Everybody knew my name. Not even just my name. They just knew I was Miss Delaware Teen USA. Well, that, mu- like, oh, that must great. have been a thrill. Yeah, it was a thrill. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm getting so much attention. I don't know if, I don't know if this is good, you know? Like, is this good attention or bad attention? Like, is this going to change in three days or is this going to ride out till I graduate? And it, it wrote out, I left school, I left high school feeling better than I did going into it. And then I was, I was still Miss Delaware team when I went into college because it was like the, it was like my senior year, not my junior, it was my senior year, um, so I was still Miss Delorteen going to college, and then you know everybody at school was like, "Oh, that's Miss Delorteen goes here." Yeah, like Miss Delorteen goes here. Mia, yeah, everybody knows Mia. So it was it was different, and I took that as in I had to humble myself um, because I didn't want to be like everybody else, and I wanted to be like, "Yeah, like that's me." But I do I do other stuff. Like I do work with the food bank. I. I help homeless and need um and, and need low income families to with everything. I not just during the holidays, all year round. And that was my uh my platform as Miss Stella Routine. And that's because my aunt was a foster kid or not a foster kid, my aunt was a foster mom to twenty seven twenty seven children between the ages of just born to thirteen. So seeing them and then seeing them go back into that lifestyle that they weren't used to um, was hard. So I always kept in touch and I always made sure they were good and their families were good. So that's that's what I did as a teenager. I was only 17, 18 years old. And I realized that my my life was way more important than I thought. <laughs> well, you know, it, it sounds like those life experiences has made you the person that you are today. So... It sounds like without those life experiences, even though they were really traumatizing, it's made you the more um, sympathetic person that that we need you. We need more people like yourself to be. So, um, yeah, I sit here today and people are like, oh, man, I wish I I wish I knew this back when I was younger. And I was like, no, I don't wish I know what I know now. I wish I could have told myself like my younger self that I was way more important than what was going on right then and there, but I had to go through it for a reason. And that reason is so I can teach and I can see what's going on in the schools and I can be the, I know the signs. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like I'm there. Like I was there. I was them. So that's why I teach. And I think that's the quickest way to get to a child and, really gain their trust because you they see you more than they see their parents i mean that is the truth they do you do see them more than you see their their parents especially if they're attending school so you're right so i see them from seven we start school at 7 15 well before like morning care Mm -hmm. 7 15 to around 5 30 6 o'clock and by then, you know, you only got like four, four more hours at home, do your homework, take a shower, eat dinner, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again for the next five days. 
So I'm seeing these kids for about almost 10, 11 hours. They feel more comfortable talking to me sometimes than they do their own parents. So that's why I'm like, I have to, I have to be that cool, like, I'm listening to you. I'm here for you, teacher. I have this one student now, and she, um, she's great. She's a great student, um, but people make fun of her. They call her annoying, stupid, slow, just because she has a disability. And it's not a disability that, a physical disability. It's just, like, she needs help. She needs me to read something more than once so that she can understand it. So... I I was that kid. I had to wait. Like I was like, no, like I need I need you to do it. And they were like, oh, she already said it. Like, no, I'm gonna read it three times, and until she everybody in the class gets it, then we'll move on. It's that uh, it's that issue that people some people have. Like, it's like a impatience that oh I, mm-hmm. I you know I already know it. So everyone yeah, else, yeah. So like, everybody else should know no, it. No, like not. And also, the way that we teach our children is is not the society in which they go into. So it's also really, you know, we we teach them how to to be in a society where they would build things on like an assembly line, you know. And the society they're going into it's is like this is this step, this step, this step, yeah, this and, step. And that society doesn't exist anymore because we don't even build things in america anymore the only thing no that, we have a robot right no like you're absolutely i mean so it's you know the one thing that we definitely need to work on and it seems like i'm thankful that there's a teacher like you there to help you is to work on their social skills because they need to know how to talk in front of a camera they need to know they need to, to be able to voice their opinions they need to be able to comprehend comprehend comprehension is definitely comprehension is key is like everything because if you misread something or misunderstand something you could literally spend a million dollars on something or buy the wrong food or order there something wrong um yep um i have a severe reading and writing disability and last night was a perfect example I thought I ordered a um, egg roll, and I actually ordered an extra thing of rice and um, shrimp. I thought I was getting a shrimp shrimp roll. Shrimp roll. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't. Okay, okay. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll eat it anyway. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you know. Yeah, like I totally like. Yeah, no, I get you. I um. I and was then some people as a kid with ADHD and I couldn't sit still and I had I sat there and I didn't I couldn't read out loud. I I could not pronounce words. Um I didn't even know like the sounds of different letters like what happens when there's an i and then there's a consonant and then like e at the end. I didn't know. I couldn't I couldn't comprehend that. Um so they were like if she doesn't get it she's going to be held back. It's like no. Somebody teach me. You're expecting me. You're giving me this sheet of paper without teaching me how to read. I think that. So that's, I think that's that where it's teachers like you. No, I think I think teachers like you are what's going to save a lot of kids because a lot of kids I think are going to get left behind. So um, I can only pray that there's more teachers they're like you. Either they're either going to get left behind, or nowadays. They're 
is something in the school system where it's like you can't hold a kid back for some like you can't hold a kid back anymore or you can't give them a failing grade it it's something like that in one of the um in one of the schools that I worked at and I'm like how if this person doesn't know how to read or like I understand I don't want to hold them back but why won't you just teach them well isn't that also part of that awful test that they have to take those four tests to graduate. Um, yeah. So if they don't pass those tests, then they don't even let them proceed, right? Yeah. Some people just aren't good test takers. <laughs> like me, I can't take a test. I mean, so that would that as would a really. Teacher, yeah. You know, I have to. I'm. I don't want to teach them to take a test. I'm going to teach them so that they learn something. So I do a lot of projects, a lot of activities that they would like. Like we have uh, in my classroom, like a cell phone bucket where you have to, when you come in, you put all your cell phones in there. As soon as I get back in that classroom, you know, I give the kids their phone back. And they're like, why? I said, because we're going to do work from it. I'm not going to like stop them from doing something they're used to all the time. So I try to get them adapt, adapted to what's out there because I know I had like JA junior achievement or something. It was something like that. Um, growing up where I learned how to write a check. I learned how to balance a checkbook. I learned what a mortgage was. I learned how to budget my money. They don't have that anymore. I mean, and I'm like, I, I agree with you. Like I, I remember, I mean, I don't know how you, you don't teach that basic like just basic um like how how to get a job like that that that, that stuff doesn't yeah a resume <laughs> they don't they don't know even in middle school because they're about they're going to high school these kids are gonna have to write a resume write essays to get into college yeah you want to teach them to take a test and sometimes teachers are taking them are teaching them to take a test and learn those answers so that they could get paid more and for me, that's not my job. If I'm with these kids eight hours a day, five days a week, I'm going to teach them more than just how to answer a multiple choice question or how to answer a writing prompt. It's going to be about things they want to do. I'm giving them a writing prompt tomorrow um, or a how-to lesson. And it's like, write a how-to, start your own YouTube channel. Or how to um, create um, a Minecraft game. Whatever these kids are into. I said, you just give me the how-to and we write down step by step. And from there, boom. They're like, oh, like, does this really work? I don't know. Let's follow each step. So that's what I'm teaching my kids. I'm teaching them stuff that they're into. Stuff that's happening in the world now. Um. So that they won't be left behind because I'm not going to teach them just to take a test. I'm going to teach them life. <laughs> I mean, I think that you should be commended for trying to teach outside the box like that because teaching them what they're actually going to um, encounter in the real world and then just adapting adapting that to what the test is going to be because the test is going to be similar. It's just going to be they're going to put in more generic terms for their test. But yeah. when they actually do go to make a YouTube channel or apply for a job, 
they're gonna honestly it should kick in um and if it doesn't that's not really on you jones taught me this right exactly (laughs) i know it's like oh i already know how to do this miss jones taught me this it's like yeah i gave it to you i gave it to you in the fourth grade here you go here's a whole binder I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So clearly um, adapting your philosophies and really trying to make a difference is what's really driving you. And mm-hmm. you're really in your career as a, as a teacher do you see yourself staying as a teacher or do you want to proceed higher into the education? Do you want to go into being a principal or, or, um, um, I, I get, I forget what they call the, the, uh, what, board, the superintendent. The, yeah. Superintendent. Yeah. Or board. The board. Yeah. Yep. Um, I see myself doing that, but right now I like where I'm at because, I can see I'm in the field. Like I see what's going on. I, instead of being a principal and having to run like the whole school, I like being in that one little area where I can communicate with the students all the time. Now don't, don't get me wrong. My mom was a principal for so long and my mom was, it's one of like my inspirations for education, her and my dad, they're both, my dad is now an assistant principal. My mom's the director of schools in Delaware. And, um, my mom always said she loved being in the classroom. She loved it. Um, she was like, because you get to, you're there with the kids all the time. And she said, I wait for that one second where I can drop everything in my office and just walk around the school and see what the teachers are doing. It's, as a principal, you aren't just working with the kids. You're more so the teachers, just making sure the teachers do everything right for the kids, um, which is great. But I love, I love being a teacher. And when I first got out of college, I didn't think I liked it. So I took like a four-month break. But I love it. And I I don't see myself as of right now being anywhere else. But... If they need me to be, I would. Do you think that you want to stay with a public school or do you think you would, do you think going to a private school would, um, would make a change, would make a bigger change? Make, make I'm a, in a make private a school now. Oh, you're in a private school now. Yep. And, um, private schools are the best. Um, the class sizes are smaller. You get more one-on-one time with the students. You're with them. You see everything. Um, so being with the private school I'm with now, it's great. It's like a family. My class size is about 15. Um, and then in public school, you have to worry about 30. 
where in private school, they do it based off of how many people could be in the classroom, how much space we have, um, smaller class sizes to give individual attention, um, which is helping um, my students because most of them do have IEPs or 504 plans that need to be taken care of. And in the public school, they probably wouldn't get that much attention. Um, they would just, like I said, teach them the tests. Um, so I love being in a private school. If I could open up my own private school, I would. Well, it sounds like that would probably be a better fulfilling thing to do than to be in the administrative side. Then, yeah. you, then you could then, if you wanted to, you could pop in and help a couple of teachers occasionally or, you know, definitely. And that it sounds like that would be more rewarding for you, but definitely. And this is all, I mean, are you attributing this all to pageantry then? Yeah. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for pageantry. Um, I recently just competed at Miss Earth USA. And at first, I didn't understand why there were so many categories to the pageant. There's like social media, um, yes, social media, online interview where you sit down with a couple other um, contestants and then the host and they ask the whole group questions um, on what's important in our society, in our environment. How would you stop it? Um, I would never thought. I would be able to do that. Um, and if it wasn't for pageants, I wouldn't be able to talk to the kids. I wouldn't be able to communicate with their parents. I wouldn't be able to communicate with my um, fellow colleagues, my teachers, um, and also um, just just truly understand what everybody is going through because everybody's going through the same thing. I, I always think of school and like work like a pageant. Like, no, I'm not competing against you. I'm competing against myself, but I know we're all going through the same thing. So I get it, you know? No, I, I agree with you. <laughs> um, do you, as a teacher, do you find it to be upsetting that you that you had to go to a pageant to learn how to public speak? You had to, um, you had to go to a pageant to be more confident that that was stuff that wasn't instilled um at your school it wasn't instilled at me as a as a student um it, is that frustrating home, is that frustrating it, it's frustrating at home i i had all the confidence my grandparents would be like oh yeah that's the dancer but when i was at school it's more of i i hid who i really was until i won and the fact that i had to go to a pageant to see it and I'm telling you, everybody's different. Everybody has a different experience. I always tell somebody, compete in one pageant, just one. It could be Miss Apple Scrapple mm -hmm. um, to Miss World to Miss Universe. Just compete compete in one. You never have, know how far you would go. You never know who you're going to meet, where you're going to be. Um, because at first, when I was 14, I wanted to be a dentist. Uh, even at 18, I wanted to be a dentist and I went to school for it and I sat in my first class and I was like, oh no, I can't do this. I had to rethink my whole life at 18. I was like, I cannot be a dentist. I don't, I can't do it. I said, I, I can't do the same thing every day. 
And as a teacher, they think you have to do, you have to be repetitive. No, I can teach them the same thing in a different way every single day. I love going outside. I love bouncing around with the, like, that's who I am. I have so much energy that I could only work with elementary schoolers because I have too much energy for the babies and way too much energy at seven o'clock in the morning for the high schoolers. So there's really, there's really no point. I would be called the crazy teacher. Well, I mean, do you, do you like the, the idea of just having no repetition then? Is that, is that the kind of lifestyle that's more fulfilling for you? Like, uh, space, space, spicing it, you know, doing random things all the time. Is that the key thing? Yeah, that's, that's me. I plan, I plan according to how I feel. So yesterday, um, I was sitting in my bed and I was trying to figure out what we're going to do for Thursday and Friday. I don't know why we went to school today, but you know, (laughs) it's okay. We are the only school in session in Florida right now. Well, in our county. That's two extra days. That's two extra days you'll have um, going, you know, at the end of the year, right? Yeah, we do get out two days earlier than everybody else. But still. (laughs) Shut up, Paul. (laughs) I'm like, but still. I'm sitting here like, no, why why am I going back to school? So I knew the kids didn't want to be there. (laughs) So this makes no, this makes no sense to why we're going back here today. But I was like, you know what? I got to make it fun. I got to, I got to teach them something. They have to leave out of here knowing something. Um, Because the teacher that they had before me, um, because like I said, I was, I wasn't in teaching for four months. I was sitting behind a desk answering the phone and I hated it. It was the worst idea I ever had in my entire life. I hated it. Um, So I, I, I was like, I have to teach them something. Something has to be fun. So we watched like a lot of videos. I asked them about like how their Christmas was, New Year's. Um, and then I was like, write a letter thanking whoever, because you know, some people might, some people might not believe in you know who, um, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody keep your mouth shut. Right. <laughs> it's like everybody be quiet. <laughs> Don't say a word. And depending on, my, and depending on my little brother. Depending on how they think, no, no, and like depending on (laughs) it, it it could be a couple people too. Like depending on the way the family, so yeah, just depending on life, who they are. Uh Um, So we just did a lot of fun stuff today. We played multiplication card games where every table you're gonna play match. You have to multiply each match you get. You know, um, if you're like we played card games, we did um a fake video like podcast thing where they are learning about the southeast region of the United States. So each table picked the state. They told me the state bird, the capital, where it's from. Um, and then they had to create a character in that podcast where one of the students lived in that state. And it's so funny to hear like all how they think everybody talks and in Georgia or like Tennessee, it was like, "Hey, everybody, I'm from Tennessee." I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is a bad idea." <laughs> was uh, was it instructed to to try to talk in their native their native speak or or their? Uh, it was, it was just their dialect. Tell me 
how would a person from Tennessee act? So they read oh. about Tennessee first, and then they were like, oh, this is where, like, country music's from. So they would talk like this. I was like, oh, my goodness, this was such a bad idea. Oh. But it was funny. But it that, was great. It and just, they understood, and they took notes, and now they know all their states in the Southeast region. <laughs> exactly. Well, it sounds like also that, um, you know, being a child, they just take it if you say yes, yes is yes. Like there's no yes yeah. is gray. Like so they Mm-mm. they they took it that you know you wanted them to actually inhabit that person's language. Yep. So, so you know it was great. It was yeah, great. That's interesting. You know, yeah, so it was really interesting. So you mentioned that you're doing you've done this Earth pageant, but yep. Before you even did that, you all you did one thing you've done something that puts you in a record book with a very elite group you won both your teen and ms title in delaware yep. which is something you yes, definitely um should be commended for so thank you what the teen title in your opinion from what you, what you stated really mm-hmm. helped to motivate you and eliminate the bullying when you won that Ms. title, did you feel elevated at that point that that you felt really important at that point? Or or did that title did not like did that did that title make you feel like so much importance or it wasn't mm-hmm. like like or did it go your head? Or like or how how because the um, one title basically you felt like it cleaned up all of the bullies. The other it then, cleaned yeah. So, Miss Delaware Teen USA really shaped me, like, made me realize who I wanted to be and who I really am. Um, So that, I always say my Miss Delaware Teen crown was for me. It was for me to realize that I'm something special. But when I won Miss Delaware, I'm telling you, I did not think I was going to win. I felt like I butchered my interview. I felt like I butchered my on-stage question um but everything happens for a reason I was standing up there with my first runner-up um and she was she was so sweet but this was like her eighth time competing um so I really thought I was like all right it's not my time it's okay I'm young I could do this again like I I have time and they called my name and I was like, oh my goodness, they really did it to me again. I said, I can't believe this. I, I really couldn't. And it didn't go to my head. It really, truly humbled me because all the women that I competed with at Miss Delaware USA, I've known them for years. It's not just, oh yeah. Um, I'm just competing to have both. No, I competed because my Miss Delaware USA crown was for everybody else. It was for me to tell my story so that I could help somebody else. It wasn't because as a teen, I didn't say anything. I was too scared to. I did work with the food banks, work with the foster care system. I didn't do anything with anxiety, depression, and um, suicidal teenagers. I didn't. I put everything on halt. None of that stuff ever happened. And I sat in my dorm room before I competed and I said, I have to compete again because I'm sitting here and I feel like my something's not done. 
Like, my life feels a little incomplete, which it still does because I feel like I could do so much more and I have a, there's a bigger title out there that I could have. I could say more um, and I could use it for more, which is great because there's so many different patent systems out there that I would um, compete in. But is that a drive that humbled me? Is that a drive that you think that can ever be fulfilled? Or is that something that, like, any great athlete has that drive. It's what makes them um, be the the best you are. I think that's what drives you to be the best teacher you mm-hmm. are. Do you think that's even possible to to actually fulfill that and make and full and fill? No. It? Okay. Okay. Nope. I don't think my work is ever going to be done okay. because yes, touching one life is rewarding. But if I can touch millions, that's even better. And that's I, that's way better. And see, that makes sense to me. Yeah, people are like, are you ever going to stop this pageant thing? I'm like, stop? Why? I'm 23. Yeah, and I you're super t- successful. Wanna... And you're super successful at it. Like we, like we were joking about. You're, yeah. Like every pageant. I'm good you, at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if um, I'm trying to think of some like I'm a big baseball fan, but you might not know if you were uh, Jackie Robinson and you uh-huh. were stealing bases all the time um, and stealing home, they wouldn't they would t- they wouldn't tell you no. They would continue. No. They would tell you to go they for go. just con- just continue keep, going. Go. keep on going. So yeah, I, just keep on going. And I I feel like I haven't obtained a title that I really nope. I think internationally is where I want to compete for real because that I can touch so many more lives than anybody else's. You know. Well, have you have you thought about? Um, trying for one of these um, newer titles that are more that they start you know you, you actually have to compete in a world setting first and then there's like a, a like they have like a galaxy kind of like have you considered doing something like that yeah definitely Um, I've considered multiple patent systems there's a lot out there um, I know and they keep on the, popping up too and they so, keep popping up and I'm like okay like the more the better if I mean I, I mean just I would as like you, to do earth again mm-hmm. um, because at Miss Earth you're allowed to um, especially if you have the elemental title um, you're allowed to compete again and that's another great thing about that system and um, just patents in general the only competition that doesn't give their first, second, third, and fourth runner-up a title is Universe, where I competed, which was great. Loved it. Um, loved all, I loved all my sisters. Like We're trying to start a reunion coming up. Um, I love every last one of them. But when I competed at Miss Earth USA, it was, com- it was a completely different feeling. Because we all kind of stalked each other on Instagram. It wasn't super duper like, oh, if I don't win, I'm going to cry. It was more of a, all I want to do is make it to top five. 
And that's what I wanted to do because nationally, I never, I never got that far. So this even kicked my drive way more because I got second runner up. I was that close to being Miss Earth USA. And Imani Davis, she was Miss Georgia USA 2016. She was second runner up at, um, at Miss USA. And she was, um, third runner up at Miss World America, I believe in like 2017 or 2018. And then she came and she finally, um, obtained a national title, but now it's Libby Hill and she was Miss Earth Air. So basically at Miss Earth, you know, you get the title of Miss Earth USA, Miss Earth Air, Miss Earth Water, Miss Earth Fire, and Miss Earth Eco. And you guys are all important because you're all national title holders, but they give you the opportunity to come back. I mean, that is that is um, crucial. They're giving opportunity to compete. So, yeah, but you sit there and you're like, do I want to go back? <laughs> True. Like, is it okay? Am I, is this okay? Like, are people going to feel some type of way? Cause I was already a national title holder. Like what if I win? Is this bad? Is this a bad idea? What if I lose even worse? You know? Well, and... <laughs> do you want, do you want me to give you my two cents or am I supposed to just yeah. like, Go ahead. well, you do understand that, that people look different unless look different upon it, unless it is America or USA. So when it oh, comes definitely. to, so when it comes to earth, you know, I think that, competing multiple times is more than normal um i would i would assume that the person that you allow him to marry you that um you're he's going to um you're going to require that he let you do pageants so oh yeah i'm not getting married till 29 that's nothing wrong with that (laughs) but you you didn't hear but you didn't hear the one thing i said he, you allow him to marry you. Yeah, so, I'm going to allow him to marry me. <laughs> exactly. So um, I can only assume that you do understand when it, when it comes to the married pageants, most women do the married pageants like 20 times. There's, I work a lot with the girls on the married side, and some of the girls mm-hmm. literally stay in one system for their entire life. So yeah. I don't think that, unless it's USA or America, I don't think that's I don't think out it's crazy at all. Either. No. So you shouldn't feel like shameful or like that you didn't win it once go. Girl, if yeah. you think that if you think that you were just that short and you just need to work on some things and you'll have your national title that you've yep. always wanted, then why don't you just go get it? And I Earth mean, is a great the Miss Earth USA is a great pageant system. I felt like that at Miss USA and I felt like that with them. They really take care of you and people don't realize that, but everything that we do, they've planned like with everything, they plan like months in advance. I got a Christmas gift. I got a little ornament with like the Miss US, um, Miss Earth USA um, emblem on it. And in America, it's not big, but it's one of the big four pageants out there. It's like one of the top fours. And I'm like, oh, man, like, I, I did that. One of the top four, I got a national title. Might not have been Miss Earth USA where I went to the Philippines, but I have people in the Philippines calling and messaging me on Instagram 
trying to get an interview with me because I'm a national title holder, basically just like their first, second, and third runner-up at Miss Earth. So I'm technically really important to them, which feels great. Instead of just being a first runner-up, like I got nothing. And from from the the get-go, from our, the start of our conversation, going from a yeah. place where you were mistreated so so much when you were younger to now having people actually reach out to you, I'm sure that's flattering. That you it makes you feel so much more. It rewarding. makes me feel like my story's getting out there, and that people are realizing, you know, there are different ways to to cope with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, whether if you go the nature route, whether if you go the art therapy route, um, or if you just want to stop it in its tracks like I do. So that's, I love it. I, I don't know. I can't get married till I'm like 29 when I age out of all the Miss pageants because I'm going to feel like I want to do another one and another one and another one and another one. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV pp.com now let's get right back to this great interview so to follow up on that comment um i agree with you um you know i i hope you don't whoever you know whoever the the lucky guy is you know you know it's totally cool if you wait till you're 29 to get married but i hope you don't wait till you're 29 to meet him you know find somebody yeah yeah please you know um uh, be happy as long as possible i i encourage you um i like i um like i mentioned earlier also i wanted to say is um i also let you guys um take over the show so we just yeah. we just we just came out of our second break so is there anything important coming up or is there anything you want to highlight that we didn't highlight before we say goodbye to our audience that um you want the world to know about um let's see there's a lot you know well just give us like just just give us two or three three. you don't have to break any stories today so yeah so basically parents um if you have a young child if you see something's changing in them bug them don't stop bugging them um because that's going to change their life get them help put them in an activity outside of school because suicide and depression is it's a real thing and it's one of the top three leading causes of death and and teenagers and young children i've had whew, three people that i've known real close to me in high school um die from suicide and every day i'm so thankful that i wasn't one of them um because i can tell their stories and I can let them know that they're they're still important to me. They're you're still one of my greatest and loving friends. I just need people to realize it's not a weakness. It's really really happening. You never really know what's going on, and it it's just hard. Like 
just just understand, you know, they're moody. <laughs> they really are. All teenagers are moody, but um, still talk to them. I, all they want is your attention and all their and your love, and you never know what that could do um, to somebody. Guys, at look all. at look at yeah. the the example that Mia has 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 put forth here. If that teacher didn't help her, she wouldn't be here because she fully admitted that she was in a dark place. So that means she wouldn't have won teen, which I wouldn't have won Miss. And one one Miss, she wouldn't be um, Miss Miss Earth Water. So if there are people that are struggling, take a little bit of time to to help them because you don't know what that will help that person in the future. What you do now yeah, could have 10 times fold in the future for someone. So please do not um, do not disminence the time that you can help someone. So, Yeah, don't. Um, or just seeing it is key. If you see something change, ask about it. I mean, I'm, um, am I wrong? Because like. You're not you're not wrong. You are not wrong. It's it's a hundred and ten percent preventable. You never really know. But it's preventable. If you just say, Hey, how you how are you doing? You never know if that will change somebody's life. But besides that, it's like, man, if I could go back to like my thirteen, fourteen year old self, I'd be like, Oh, wait until you see what you're about to turn into. Mm -hmm. It's about to be a mess. <laughs> like you're about to go through it, but you're about to love every minute of it afterwards. I wouldn't have the friend group that I have. I um I wouldn't be a Giovanni It Girl Ambassador. I I love Giovanni. I uh, I love them. They're one of that family, Abraham Islavi, Katie, Felicia. Katie is actually now I'm a Stellar USA, so it's great having a friend that has a title after me as well. You know? Um and I can't wait to watch her compete at Miss USA. All my friends are actually going to Miss USA this year, which is awesome. We just have one more. Uh, we have to wait until New York and see if she wins. Um, Andrea Jabal, she was Miss Teen United States back in, I think, 2013 or 14. Um, and she's become one of my closest friends. Um, I love talking to her. I can't wait for that. Everybody, do one pageant in your life. You don't even have to win, but go in like you want to win because that's the best way to look at things. Look at things. I look at the glass. They say look at the glass half empty or full. I always look at the glass like it can be refilled. If oh, you fall I've never over, heard. I've never heard that comment. So you've never heard that. I've never heard the comment of the glass being refilled. Okay, so yes. So in in which way can the glass be refilled? So if the glass if the glass is half empty, how can you refill it? You can still it? fill it up. Okay. Is that right. metaphorically? You refill, it with, you refill it with things that you truly do love. Art, um, finding self-love, finding something that um, you're passionate about, doing something out of the ordinary. Um, I, for kids, it's called like bucket fillers. You give people compliments. Like your cup can always be refilled. Okay. And there's not a problem with your cup being filled and overflowing. Because when you overflow, let's say the the bathtub overflows, the water gets on the floor, you step in it, somebody else steps in it, somebody else steps in it, 
it touches so many different people that it really doesn't matter. You so know, like, yeah, that that's it's, I, I, it's honestly, a deep that's thing. A great, that was great. You know, yeah. See, that's sometimes the insight. Um, talking to people of like minds and talking and and continue having great conversations, you get these great insights. So we yep. that that's awesome. So I honestly have never heard of refilling because people always say, you know, how do you feel, you know? But I've never heard of anyone describing having filling refilling your cup. Okay. Yeah, I've had somebody asked me that in a pageant interview, and I I sat there for like ten seconds, and they said they asked me they said, so do you look at the glass half full? Or half empty. I said, why does it have to be either? And they looked at me like, what? I said, yeah. I said, you can always pour water into a cup. You can always refill your cup if it falls. I said, and if you overflow it, that's just more juice for you. So. I mean, to be honest, if I was a judge and you said that to me, I would. Was that one of the years that you won one of your titles? Yeah. Because that's an awesome. Yeah. I was like, is is it a bad thing? I said, yeah, I do a pageant. Yeah, I lose, but what did I gain from it? Yeah, I um, went skateboarding. I fell down, but I've learned that I cannot skateboard. (laughs) Like, you always have to look at the opposite side of things. No. Yeah, I'm a really bad skateboarder, but um, I learned that. I learned that the hard way. I mean, those are so many. Yeah. I mean, those are so many good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why you've won so many titles because, you know, you take that, you take a little bit of that wisdom and, and you turn it into And I turn it into something else. Right. Yeah. I've had um, a colleague tell me, I was trying to help them um, for their national pageant and they told me, why am I listening to you? If you haven't even made, if you didn't make top 15 nationally. And I think that's what sparked my, my drive a little bit to compete in Miss Earth USA. Because I knew, I knew I could get the top 15. I didn't know what it was that wasn't clicking. Um, but for me, I think it, I was, I was a miss and I was so used to being top. I was top 15 at teen USA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a miss and I was comparing myself to, older women that were more successful instead of looking at myself and looking at what I've done at such a young age. Um, well, the other, so, the other thing is, you know, I, I try not to use the four letter words, but F that person because they clearly don't understand, <laughs> you know, to win, yeah. to win any championship ta- takes a lot of achievement. Are mm-hmm. you going to, are you going to criticize, a team that plays in the minor league system that wins a, um, a championship, they played against the people of the same, same, le- same, le- same level of talent. Okay. And yep. they won. So for you to say that just because at the next level you didn't do well, so I don't respect your opinion is Bush is just being um, very Bush league because your yep. opinion is very valid because you competed against your own your own group of girls that are in the same talent and you won. You were better than them. Yeah. 
So your my, your voice I, and I opinion means told, so much. I had to sit there and I really had to swallow a huge pill. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I said, it's not that I didn't make top 15 at Miss USA. It's not that at all. It's the fact that I know what they're looking for. And I know how to get you to that point because I was there. And I was like, oh, no. I was After that, I was just like, it's okay. Um, I understand. I get it. But the people that do listen to me, they usually play top 15, top 5, and they win. So it's it's kind of crazy. Um, I do. It's kind of crazy. No, I do understand about the pill thing. Um, The older I get, the more I have to not um, intentionally get in an argument with someone that is just not going to listen to reason. That like they they arbitrarily believe that they are right. And there's nothing yeah. that I can say or do say that's going to change that. Change that, and I have to. And as I, as an adult, I think we get used to, we 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 understand that. But as a child or a young adult, it's hard. So we want to continue like to argue the fact. But like, there are people yep. that just don't. They just don't get it. They, they, well, they they don't want to accept. They don't want to accept the fact or, Mm-mm. you know, the truth. They want to believe. Or the truth that I'm giving them. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, I, I just sat there and I was just like, oh, you poor girl. I said, well, it won't happen for you either. I mean, I didn't want, I didn't <laughs> want to say anything, but you made the comment that you're, you were competing with a colleague that had competed eight times. Well, mm-hmm. there's a reason why. She competed eight times and she never and won. I competed once. And you competed once. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with you. It, she must have never adapted her style to what she had to do what to win. Right. Yeah. I and mean, that's the ta- thing with pageants. Like right. they change. They change so quickly. Look at Miss America. Now, do I like the the way? They oh, did darling, the don't even hide this stuff because you literally uh, went on Instagram. And publicly, I like, hate, no, I hated the way they did that podcast. I felt like I was really watching America's Got Talent. Like, for me, um, okay, getting rid of the swimsuit, that's great. That was perfectly fine. The evening Adding gown thing, social, threw, the evening gown really the, threw me. Yeah. The evening, so you want me to introduce myself in an evening gown for 15 seconds. So I'm going to spend $3,000 on an evening gown to be on stage for five seconds. Then they called the top 15. They didn't say a word, asked them a question. They waved. They go backstage. They change out of that $3,000. You didn't even mention the best part. You, you, you missed that. They did the, all the, they did that intro with them laying down in $3,000, $5,000. That's the worst part. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I know I'm a guy. I know I'm a guy and I have no idea of what it, what it is to be a woman, especially in a four thousand, five thousand dollar dress. But I am a photographer, and I know how much you guys get pissed off and frantic if you if something goes wrong. I, I just if something goes wrong with the dress. I just don't know how they thought it was like cool to have a girl in a five thousand dollar dress laying sideways laying on, on a pillow on a pillow. Yeah, no. With Mm-mm. with, with oh. and having to talk 
So they're basically laying on their, um, they're laying on, on that muscle. And now I can't think of it. Um, that allows you to talk properly. Um, yeah. And, and now you have to yell because that's the only way you're going to get air. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand it. I don't, um, and then to, the top, the top things off, um, how do you not give Nia, um, a send off, a, a, a sign off that I just was, that was really, they insult. said, they said, that was, all right, let's give Nia a clap of appreciation for a wonderful year. Claps. <laughs> Claps. I, I mean, I mean, if I have a daughter, I don't recommend her. I don't want to give my money to that organization. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I rip them to shreds and it's not, I ripped them to shreds based off the girls because the girls were so wonderful, so talented, so well-spoken. It was the fact that I sat in my bed and for an hour, did they just not have enough money for airtime? <laughs> an hour they cut, 51 down to seven seven no no it was the, well I, you did they make a that seven no, talk no, no, well no no um first of all i i do i did want to address it because you brought it up so they brought they the reason why they had they cut it to 15 was that there was a scholarship given at 15 that wasn't addressed um but it was um publicly um commented on i believe it was on um facebook and there was a scholarship given at 15 that's why they cut it at 15 and then oh my goodness i don't I understand, understand you why you did 15 but that's that's so they should have allowed hard. the girls to they should have allowed them to compete to seven but that's just ridiculous um to cut them twice without competing that's not really fair that's sad they did nothing like there's from there's that, no sense, from that there's 51 no sense, to 15. There's no sense in giving out that scholarship at 15. I mean, they should have just they should have they should have given out a scholarship at 20 and then cut it down to 10 because at least there would have been a little bit more. But not even that. So there's okay, so I mean, I'm giving you three more people. Like 20, yeah. you, you said seven. I mean, I was I was saying give three more people, but you you don't even think Definitely. that's fair. I, because how you always see Miss America is from when I would watch it as a little girl, they'd come out, they introduce themselves in their cocktail, they cut it down to 20. Um, and then from that 20, they'd compete in swimsuit top 10 right. go and they change for talent or all 20 go and they change for talent. Then from that 20, they cut it down to 10. Those top 10 were the top 10 in swimsuits, so then they compete. Then from there, they compete in evening gown. That's how I know Miss America. Mm-hmm. That's what I grew up on. And it's, okay, you get rid of a swimsuit. All right, okay. You know, now you, you took out the guys. So I don't know who's going to watch the pageant now besides all of us women. Some people still watch it, but I know my dad stopped watching it. <laughs> he was just like, whatever. Like, no, there's there's... That, that's the well, fun. That's like the best why, part. I mean, I have the statistics here because we just did a recap show. Um, two years ago, the statistics um, were were bad. They were zero, zero point seven. So, uh-huh. so Monday Night Raw, the wrestling show, gets a two point three for a three hour yeah. for a three hour show. 
they only got a zero. Zero point seven in two thousand eighteen. Okay. That wasn't this year, that was last year. And they had That was the year where there's no swimsuit. Yes, right. That was Uh okay. And they also got dropped from NBC. Yeah. Okay. Uh ABC. They got dropped from ABC. ABC. Okay. And they had a total viewership, meaning that someone watched in that course of the two hours. They had a total viewership of four thousand point three million. Sheesh. Now in nineteen, it dropped another another point. <laughs> so it went to zero point six. Allegedly, and I say allegedly because nothing can be confirmed, but they allegedly told and I heard this on two podcasts that are pageant and one of the the one that I heard it was I had three former Miss America, so I have to believe that it's true. Yeah. They told the contestants to tell the parents to turn on every television they have to NBC to drive up the ratings because every television that is turned on can attribute to the ratings. Can, yeah. No. And, and I'm, now, I'm not but here's that. the, but we didn't even do, we didn't even do total viewership. You want to guess what the viewership, the total viewership, the last 18 was 4.3 million. You want to guess again uh-huh. what what the viewership is for, for no. 19? It went to 3.6. They almost lost a million total viewers just uh, in one year. In my opinion, the 2020 pageant. If I wanted to watch pageant, America's Got Talent, I would have I waited till 9 o'clock. I know. <laughs> Here's the most important thing. They can't go any further lower, okay? There wouldn't be or they're a they're ne- not going to be on TV. Well, there isn't anything lower. Lower is zero. Lower is, is no TV, no ad revenue, okay? And oh I didn't even tell you the best part. This isn't the biggest, the biggest skew of adults. It's from 18 to 49. That's a wide margin. This isn't, this isn't 18 to 35 or 35. Or thirty six yeah. to the forty nine. This is eighteen to forty nine, and they only had three point six million people out of a oh out my of a, gosh out of a country that has almost four um four hundred thousand. You know, like that's yeah. What that's ridiculous. My thing is, they I don't see how that pageant. Yeah, it's. They commented on the girls after they did things like I could go back and retry. Like I could do it again. Like if I just switched this, then like that's hard. You you tried your whole however many years or one year or a couple months that you spent prepping for that pageant to have a, a judge tell you, oh, I'm sorry. I liked you this far, but you're boring or that talent wasn't that good or if you would have been a little bit more like like it's not on national television like i can't i can't go back and retry it again so you have to live with that video for the rest of your life there was just a lot of, just, but there was just a lot of things that i thought that i mean perhaps we should make this into a totally different show but like i know they, they um they didn't highlight the girl doing the baton. She was literally, 
I don't no, know. No, you knew who they wanted to win. You knew the scientist was going to win. As soon as I found out Virginia, it was either I mean, Miss America was going to ride the black girl magic wave or they were going to pick the scientist. They Georgia, to me, was always going to be first runner-up. I mean, she I... was I always going to be but, first runner-up. But... But you, sh- if you were paying attention to America this year, you knew that Virginia was going to be extremely hard to beat. I mean, she was already on Ellen, or no, she wasn't on Ellen. She was on um, the other singer from the. Um, oh, um, she, she was, was on already Kelly on Clarkson. Access. She was on- yeah, she's been on all these shows. So, and she did her performance already. So they already groomed her to be. So they I mean. Are- they knew as soon as she won, they were like, all right, here you go. Cause this is where, this is the direction Miss America is going because you are a scientist. And because you don't do a regular talent, that means because you're smart and you're a woman, you're going to win. So to me, they were either going to go with the wave of. Yeah. But if we're going to go down this, if we're going to go down this route, okay, then I'm going to totally I'm going to totally not pull any punches and we're going to start this this argument when it comes to what uh, USA did for several years yeah. where they decided to go, oh, she's an army brat and, you know, we're, we're going to support yep. black black women and, and army and then the nuclear scientist kind of thing. Even and though that was she my didn't, year. And I love Even though she Tyra really wasn't a nuclear, she's not a nuclear, she just, There's- she's not, she works in that building but she's not a nuclear scientist like they they really misled the public on that like so they're yeah to me i knew i was standing on stage at miss usa in 2017 and they were like we even have a nuclear scientist and i was like okay all right i see what they're trying to push here like i get it i said i am a 23 year old college student and in the year of trump when he was running the Miss Universe organization, I would have made it. <laughs> well, I agree. You know I, mean? I agree. That. I would have made top 15. I would have been up there. I would have probably even made it almost all the way to top five. I would have been in top 10. Because as a teen, I made top 15 underneath Trump. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm not going to win. I'm not that experienced. And I sat there and I said, maybe I should have waited a couple of years. And I was like, no. What I did was right. I, I made the right decision. I'm glad I'm here now because it's only going to get worse from here. And like well, I said earlier, I competed when pageants were cool. No, no, no. I, so. I, I, wanted, I wanted to say, I wanted to, before we ended the, the day, I wanted to say, you know, you had the opportunity to actually be in the organization when it was maybe the girls weren't treated right at the national level, but you guys mm-hmm. got a lot of perks as being a USA girl and you were treated yeah. the right way. Um, do you notice it? Like, like was your experience a teen 10 times more amazing than your experience as a, a Miz? Um, oh, yes. And that's the truth. As a teen, I went to the Bahamas for my nat, my, national pageant that's when they were still having it at the atlantis best time of my life my brother's life my mom and dad they had so much fun it was like a mini vacation we did so many activities photo shoots 
Um, we practiced, like there was videos. Still to this day, I can look back and said I I had fun at Miss Teen USA. Like that was great. Um, and then I go when I competed at Miss USA, I was like, oh, this is different. And I was like, this is really different. Like they're picking people who they want to do social media and stuff. Like I was all over the Miss Teen USA website. Everybody was all over the Miss Teen USA website in 2014. You didn't know who was going to win. You knew some people shouldn't have been there or shouldn't have or could have or whatever could have been there. But I always thought to myself, like, I really competed at a time where they really stuck to the pageant values of where we first all started. Like the, it was a beauty pageant. It was, it wasn't just, Oh, based off of what you're doing in life. Well, I also think that they were trying to play politics too, especially your year. I mean, that's the same year that Adriana uh, competed. And I think there was too much politics played, but I mean, there's nothing you can we can do at this point, but it's I mean, nothing I, we can do. It's over. But all I'm telling you is, I have cousins um, competing in the USA system now, and they know what's going on, and they know how to win. So it's like, all right, great. Like I understand what I have to do. You I know? mean, I do appreciate that they are really giving um, people of culture more of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also seems like they're also trying to make you guys play a game too and jump through hoops. So it also, um, like you yeah, have, it's like, like you I'm have not to, a lawyer. You, yeah, I know. I, I, well, not, not just that, like, it's not good enough that you're the smartest person in the room and you can talk. Then you also have to already have the the best job in the world. Like you would, yeah, I guess, credentials. Yeah. Like, well. I guess, I guess at this point you would probably be better, chance of winning now because you're a teacher like why yeah. why does it why do you have to be the teacher why can't you be the one pursuing being a teacher why is that not good enough yeah why can't you help me get my teaching it's you not, know my it's not the point of the pageant that's the one thing it I is do. the point i mean i that was the one thing i do appreciate about america is that they want to help you get there they don't yep. uh, they don't want to assume that you're already there but then they're their pageant. The reason why we got on this tangent, the this, this pan, the reason why we got on this ta- this tangent, was that they are picking people that are already successful in their field, which is com- defeating the purpose of what a pageant is. The person mm-hmm. who wins, you know, they're they're trying to help the person. So having having a pageant title is supposed to uplift you and supposed to um, push you to go even further. Um, because when Olivia Copa won, she was just this girl from Rhode Island. She wasn't anything special. She was just this girl that won. But look at her now. It's pushed her modeling career. It's pushed her into being an entertainer. It's pushed her into being a host. Um, And then I sit back and I look at the Miss USA's and Miss Universe's after, let's say, 2013 or 2014, my year. These women just sometimes go back to their regular job. You know, mm-hmm. like they're either. But that's because still, they're already established. There's exactly. nowhere. There's nowhere there's higher nowhere to go. Else for you to go. Exactly. So why not pick the college student or the girl looking for some yeah. clarity and something? That's why to, to me- give her that scholarship because her school's going to be paid off. 
No, I and, and I and and this is just conjecture, and I uh, I want people to understand. Listen, to this. this is just conjecture, but to me, and I think we're both me and I are both on the same page on this. Is that is that definitely in the last ten years there has been a course correction to pick people that you know already there. And that's sad because that was not the the concept of the pageant. The pageant was designed to help women to get to where they want to be. If they're already, if you're already where you want to be, then there's no point to to go for, go point? further. So, further, yeah. how much further could you go? I mean, and we don't. And and to me, as a guy, I don't necessarily mean further as meaning getting married. That's a personal choice. I mean, like in life and like pursuing your education, pursuing your, your interest, you know? Yep. So, but you know, all I can do is pray and in all, I, I hope everything I, changes back to where it was and what it was doing. Or, or, or I just help. I, I, that the, my show puts a little bit of insight and that the new crop of people that pop up, um, because even though guys don't compete, I hope that you guys will listen to our insight a little bit because um, what Universe did this year, which I thought was really insulting, how can you pick Mixed Universe in a group, a panel of seven girls, and not have one guy judge when half of the population yeah. is men? So yeah. I just hope that there's will be some course correction you know, I hope there's some course correction, especially, um, you know, the, just there's with a, pageant systems in general. No, I know. And, and there's already this, there's already this overall feeling, especially on my feeling that, you know, pageant girls can be stuffy and, and they, they cling to only women, you know, they don't, you know, because you're a guy and that, that's not the stereotype we want to promote. We want to promote that if you're a pageant girl, that you're actually really super intelligent and that yep. you're capable of communicating to both men and women and that a pageant contestant could be um, president or, or, or any position of power, you know, and to yep. do that, you need to be able to communicate to both men and women. So um, definitely. I mean, that's what I think that if you can win a pageant, I think you could be a president. So, I mean, because those skills yeah. are all comprehensive. It's all the same. You yeah. got to get people to like you. Exactly. You have, but less. You have to get five to seven judges to like you in three minutes. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually harder. <laughs> <laughs> this is harder. <laughs> exactly. They have a whole year for this. I have three minutes. Or like Trump, he he started four years. <laughs> exactly. Like he well, he still has some time to go. But if he wants to come back and own this universe again, I'm for it. Or just a rich guy that's going to actually, or a rich woman that's actually going to put. Yeah. I I I don't have any ill will towards I IMG IMDG, but. They clearly don't have the funds to run it the right way. No. Um. You know, the, I'll the, do it if I if I get money. Everybody, I will own Miss Universe and I will put on the pageant. I understand it's hard work. I wouldn't fire anybody. I just need to be that top person on the tippy tippy top where um everything goes to first, and then trickles down from there. 
I don't want to do all the work. I mean, the biggest thing I think that would really help is um, really about recruiting. And it would be really yep. awesome if USA would start doing local pageants like America. Again, yeah. And making people feel like they're a part of the system and then making them feel glamorous, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and not doing the pageants, you know, in a small college town, you know, like two years ago, how do you do the Miss USA pageant in a hockey arena? <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's not, it's not it's what not you, cool. yeah, no, it needs to be somewhere like Vegas, you know, it needs to be somewhere yeah. like New somewhere York, big. LA, California, you know? even it's Orlando, USA. Yeah, it's Miss USA, you yeah. know, it, just like Connecticut. <laughs> I know it just needs to be somewhere that's prestigious, you know. Yep. You know, and I don't know what it is. Um, there's no disrespect to any of the small cities, any, any of the small cities in the world, but there's a reason why you are a small city, okay? And there's a reason why that you that New York is a big city. Yep. Okay. So. It has more to do with the prestige of the name. If one day that your city gets to a point to be a prestigious city, then having it in your town would be absolutely worth it. But at the current climate, New York is New York, L.A., Las Vegas, San Francisco, Detroit, um, are way bigger names than some of these smaller college towns. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, Miami. Miami would... I think Orlando is not a, a great place just be, for Miz um, because it's more kiddie friendly. It would be great for teen, but yeah, just like the Bahamas was great for teen mm-hmm. pageant. Like, yeah, it is. It's safe, you know. It's safe. It's safe. It, I, it was so much fun. Like they, we did everything from water bouncy houses to photo shoots in the pool to um, rock climbing. Um, to breakfast, going to swim with the dolphins. Like, we did all that. And they are not experiencing it. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Well, you know, the the nice thing is that you actually did get to um, experience it. And I really do appreciate you telling your story about this because some people, you know, they never do get to, to even hear what it was like and Hopefully, one day you will be able... I mean, if you keep on winning titles, they'll have no choice but to ask you to be a judge. And then hopefully you'll have some influence. Um, and maybe you'll be on the board one day. So I can only pray that you get some power that way. So I can yeah. I commend you to continue working hard there. So Thank you. And uh, I really appreciate your time and... Um, I hope everyone appreciate a little extra time on the show and I, I appreciate you <laughs> taking a couple of extra minutes to, and no I hope problem. no one, I hope no one listening felt offended for us to, um, just give our extra two cents, our but opinions, yeah. yeah, but in no way there are opinions, guys, you make up your own mind. You decide what pageant system is right for you. Yeah. I just know, um, I think we what's both, right for me and what's not. I think we both just have really strong hearts when it comes to not wanting to see things dismantled. And we, I don't want to see pageants disappear. And at yeah. the rate that they're going, they're going to be gone. And there's going to be no point 
of having my title. Well, it's not even that. It it's also like they'll they'll exist, but they'll be a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of something like. When I was a kid, the mall was such a huge thing, and now the mall is not even a thing. It's not even a thing. So that's exactly a great a great equation to the thing. So um, please don't take it offense um, to yeah. anyone. So again, my, my, I'd love to have – thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it so much um, for you being on the show. And um, no you have to come back. Um, after you, I know I will and you know talk about your new success when you do compete and we all wish you only the best okay alrighty thank you guys thank you for listening Mia thank you so much for coming on the show we 100% appreciate your time and are so thankful for your friendship and telling your story I know it takes a lot to have someone come on and talk about going through bullying, a bullying, someone picking on you. And um, for someone like myself who's gone through it, we really appreciate you being a teacher now and also putting a light to it. And hopefully there is just one person here that we've helped and hopefully that person will help another person and it will continue going down the line. So I hope only good things for you, and we thank you for your time. We want to remind all of our listeners that this show is released on Thursdays weekly, and we also would love for you to subscribe to our show on both Insta- on YouTube and on iTunes. We'd love for you to please give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Tell us what we're doing right or wrong. Give us a comment. And we also would like to also remind everyone that we also have a movie review show that we broadcast onto this actual YouTube channel. And it's called The Movie Breakdown. And it is with my co-host, Ivan Carlos. So if you're interested in getting our opinions on movies and just getting some more insight on how they shoot movies, my expertise as a photographer and my co-host's expertise as a trained actor would be a great way to just really break down some movies. So I hope you guys enjoy those as well. That said, I hope you guys all have a great day. And as always, stay tuned.